Hi, my name is Joe Hancock, founder of His Vessel Ministries, and your host for Becoming His Vessel podcast. Often say in this thing called life, I may not always get it right, but my heart is to get it right. So my heart's desire is that this would be a resource for me as well as you, that we would be formed by God's Word, filled with Father God, and just poured out for His glory, truly becoming His vessel. Welcome back. I want to talk today about the church being reopened. And a lot of people are asking the question, why are the people in the position of authority keeping the church closed? Why can we not just open the church doors and go back to church? I want to ask this question. If you believe that God is sovereign and he sits upon his throne and he rules in justice and righteousness, that he is a God who looks down on earth and that nothing is allowed to happen here on earth unless it bypasses Father God and for whatever reason gets his approval, we have to ask this question too that for some reason God has not allowed the churches to be reopened right now. And why is it? I believe that maybe God is doing something. And I have to believe that in the midst of this, God's doing something. Because God doesn't waste anything. And, And he's allowing this. And I have to stop and ask myself, could God be allowing the churches to stay closed right now? Because God is restoring the order of the home. I hear a lot of families right now. Families are back at home. Families are all together now. More families are eating around the table. More families are having interaction and more activities. Could it be that God is trying to get our attention and to restore the order in the home and restore God? It's through prayer. We pray to God. We involve God. That's how you get God involved in your life is through prayer. That's how we seek God and we know God. Another way we know God is through the Word and through the Bible study. Not just reading the Word, but studying the Word. And not just studying the Word, but what we learn from studying the Word, we apply that Word to our individual lives and we apply that to our home, to the family. Why? So that we live the Word. And we live out the word as we apply it. And that when families have issues, we have problems, we have circumstances that we don't really know how maybe to address and we don't know how to walk through them, then we seek God for the answer. We seek the word for the answer because God is the answer for everything that a family will ever deal with. And so how do we know how to do that? It's because we have every day been seeking God, getting to know God, learning how to be in His Word. And that is a major role and function of the family. And see, what the family has done for several generations now, we've handed that over to the church. We've just given that responsibility to the church, and so we get the Bible study when we go to church. We get the praying and the reading of the word when we go to church. We get our problems and solutions addressed when we go to the church or when we call people from the church. And that is so out of order. God intended the family, the home, to be the initiation of all of that. 
And then when we go to the church, it's simply an overflow. It's so that we go to the church and by being involved in the church, we're encouraged. We get additional teaching. We get a deeper understanding of the Word of God and the ways of God. We are joined with a community of like-minded people that want to live the Word and want to know God through the Word. So it all originated in the home. So my question is, maybe we should be a little more patient and see this from God's perspective and see is God doing something to get the home back in order? Because you see, the family, we've gotten too busy with our activities. Hey, we've sought such worldly success that in many times, God has been squeezed out of the picture and it's created a lot of chaos because maybe our ambitions are somewhat misguided because the home and the family and God has lost some priority in the home. And you see, worldliness has so crept in and the home has become so noisy of things of the world that it's hard to hear God now in the home. In some homes, we don't have room for God. We don't even have time for God. We don't know God because we've not put God first. And I'm not being critical here. This is an observation. Having discipled individuals for over 20 years now, every year, I see these are real issues. And these are real situations for families. And families want to get back there. They just don't know how. And you see, you can go all the way back to Genesis, Genesis 2 and 3. And God established the home to be the first sanctuary. That was the garden where Adam and Eve, the family, would worship God, would have a relationship with God, would get to know God and walk with God and involve God in all areas of their life. And when sin came in, it began to break that apart. And, and see, the church, which came on the scene, we see the first century church in Acts 2, was simply, as I said, this overflow where it just encouraged what was to happen in the home. And it would help, help the family be everything that God wanted that family to be and then just simply expand on it. And all through the power of the Holy Spirit of God. And I, I just refer you to Acts 2 to see how this was laid out. And it would be through the power of the Holy Spirit of God, the family would be able to do this. And to keep God the priority and the emphasis in the home, and then the purpose for that home and each person in that home would simply flow from that. I always said, my husband, I always said in our home, we just simply wanted the church to amplify the things that we were doing and teaching biblically in the home. And so this is an opportunity for the church maybe to realign itself. The church to look to see, hey, our function, are we functioning so that the family can come together in a common community of people and live out the Word of God, seeking God and living His principles so that the church and the family structure once again can have a voice 
to our culture and that we can change the culture back to godliness and come away from all the lawlessness where we've just gone astray. But before we get lost in, in demanding that the church doors be open again, and I get that I, I'm with you, let's talk about what's happening in your home. Let me ask you in your home. Let's all take a little personal evaluation to see if our home is lined up and our home is now ready for the church to open their doors. First, I want to ask, are you having family prayer time together? Not just depending on the church to do it, but is your, are you providing daily for your family, whatever that looks like, to come together and pray together? Because, you know, a family that prays together stays together. You are coming together as a family and recognizing we need God. God, we're going to petition you. We're coming to you and inviting you to come down from heaven and be a part of our family and intervene and take action in our life, in our home, so that our home reflects everything you want it to be. So I ask you, is your family having daily family time together, praying together? Number two, do you have a family altar? Is there a place established in your home where the family can come together and you can get on the altar? An altar is nothing but just getting on your face before God and seeking God. Do you have a place and a time that your family does that? I'm reminded of Abraham. I see such a picture of this as you read about Abraham in the book of Genesis when God called him to take his family and leave his homeland and follow God and and so many times you see Abraham, as he would pick up his tent and move to the next location, he would always stop and build an altar in his home and build an altar before the Lord. What was he doing? I believe he was establishing that sanctuary for God to dwell with him and his family right there in his home, acknowledging and honoring God first in his home. So I ask, do you have a family altar? Is there a place in your home where you acknowledge God? You get on your face and you acknowledge God. Number three, are you as a family reading the word together daily in your home? Reading the word aloud, reading the word so that the word fills the atmosphere of your home. And reading that word as if to say, God, we're looking to your word. We're looking to your word, to know your word, to know the power of your word. Because see, this word has power. It is alive and it's active and it's sharper than a two-edged sword. And the psalmist said, this word is what God spoke to bring this earth to formation. That's powerful. So are you as a family reading the word of God together? in your home daily. The fourth thing I ask, are you recognizing the works of God? The psalmist said, Lord, we see your marvelous works. We recall what you have done in the past. We remember your work and your promises toward us. 
So, are you recognizing in your home, between or among your family members, are you recognizing and remembering what God is doing? And you're talking about it. You're talking about the things of God. And you realize that God is involved in your family. Next, are you getting to know God? Getting to know God together. Getting to know that God is the sovereign God. It says those who know him by name will put their trust in him. See, is your family getting to know God, who he is, his characteristics, his attributes, so that when the family comes together, God is the centerpiece. He's the nucleus of every conversation because you know that his character trait is in the midst of it. And God wants to be God in all of our situations, in every one of our homes. Are you honoring God by knowing who he is? And you're looking to God and his faithfulness in your home. So together as a family, are you, are you getting to know God and who he is by getting to know his name and his characteristics and seeing that and applying the name of God in all of your situations. Also, are you having Bible study together in your home? You know, I look to Psalm 128. It's such a powerful song. And, you know, what the family's to look like is to get around the table and study God's Word together, to speak the Word together, let the Word establish what the home looks like. And then as you study this word, as I said earlier, you apply it. And you apply it to, you know, if a family has a problem, this is how you know how to work through the problem. It's because you've been studying the word together and you know what the word says. And so you apply the word of God or you run to the word of God and you dive deeper into the word of God so that you can resolve family issues and family problems. And that the family does this together. Why? So that God is glorified and that God is the answer to all of our situations and all of our problems. And it's so important to involve God in that dynamic. And are you as a family protecting your day of rest? And I know we're wanting to get back to the church and, hey, get the church open and where we can have our day of rest. But do you know in your home you can have a day of rest? I ask you, when you come home from church, are you still honoring that day of rest in your home? And, and as you seek God to glorify God, are you remembering God by giving testimony of what he is doing? So many times we pray and we ask God to do things in our life and in our home, our family, and then we fail to give testimony. I just remember through the prophet Isaiah when God said, I'm just looking for someone to be a testimony, for someone that will just give testimony of what I have done for them or who I am to you. See, in our home, God wants us to be a testimony. God wants us to tell people what he has done for us. So freely in your home, are you giving testimony, being a witness right there in your home among the family members of what God is doing in your life? See, I believe through this, this time that God has the church closed, 
and he has us at home. He has us at home on our Sabbath where we have to worship at home. I believe that God could be speaking to the family. And it could be an opportunity for God to restore the family so that God then can restore the church because the church has lost so much of its influence, its voice in the culture today. And this is an opportunity for the church to get things in order, for the church maybe to remove some unnecessary, that the church now is better equipped to help the family know how to structure these type of activities in the home, like Bible study and family prayer time together, where the family's very comfortable doing that. Having a family altar, resolving family issues yourself by knowing how to apply the Word of God. So I believe it's a way to restore the church and restore the family. And see, if we just quickly open that church door, I believe it would get lost. I be, believe we would go back to everything as usual and we would miss this precious opportunity to build the family up in the ways of God. So, I ask you and your family, are you using this time to restore your family on the biblical, godly principles that God wants you to do in your home and not leaving that to the church, but taking this opportunity to build on your faith and build a, a strong faith in your own heart and in your own home. Because you see, I believe we have to do that before we can ever build a church that will bring God glory. So, take this opportunity. Go through these things I've presented to you and ask, could this be God's way of holding back, opening that church door until we decide that we're going to take back the home and we are going to get our home in order by first acknowledging God and knowing God and honoring God in our homes. Thank you for listening to the Becoming His Vessel podcast. If you'd like to receive more resources that would help guide you in becoming His Vessel, I invite you to visit our website at www.hisvessel.org. If you'd like to connect with me directly, I would love to hear from you. You can reach me by calling 334-356-4478. And my prayer is that you would seek to love God with all of your heart, all of your soul, and all of your strength as you seek to become His vessel.